Hello, and welcome to Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. Today, we are continuing the conversation from last week about unworthiness. We had a lot come up during that episode, and afterwards, Jay and I had a minute to chat, and he talked about that feeling that he had left things just not quite complete, and we felt like it was important for us to return to the conversation about Jay and his emotional breakthrough, or however you want to put it, what he experienced during that episode, and make sure that we covered that, and also talked a little bit more about the topic. I think this is one of those topics that we could talk about forever. It infects so much of our life, and I think I just said infects, which really is what it does. It infects our lives. So here we go, continuing the conversation about unworthiness, and you got to believe that this isn't the last time we're going to hit this topic. Um, I just wanted to make sure people aren't left with a concern, number one. And I do want to say more about, um, you know, because I don't, and I think that this is important, is that when we're in our own narrative, we're in our own lives, at least for when I'm in my own life, even though I can make myself a victim of my circumstance, I don't say, I don't acknowledge things like, Systemic homophobia and transphobia are are part of my unworthiness conversation. Right, right. I don't acknowledge that. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't occur to me because I don't go there. I just don't think about that. I've always just done what I need to do. Right. You know, but I think it's important that we acknowledge it because if you're coming from a place of systemic racism, poverty, transphobia, phobia, any kind of that kind of stuff, people are telling you you're unworthy from the time you're a baby. What the hell are you going to, you know, I mean, you're going to be... In that's part of your narrative, is that you're unworthy inherently. Yeah. So there's a lot. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack in that. Right. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I'm having, I'm having some of that as well. I am from a from a woman perspective. There's been a lot that's being out there right now that's sort of pushed back against the women movement, the feminist movement, whatever you want to call it, that has sort of risen out of, again, from uh, Trump's presidency. And you've, I, you right. know, like there's this reinvigoration of women, and there's a lot of pushback to that, like, well, I'll celebrate International Women's Day when there's an International Man's Day or whatever. Uh, but then I also just read an article from a woman who is trans who felt like um, she was not invited to the table um, in the women's movement and how we need to be more inclusive in our language and how, so if that includes people who are gender queer and gender fluid and men who um, aren't necessarily identifying as women but identify with more of a feminine side and we need to have language around it and um yeah and for me I had some stuff come up around that where I was like for it was really interesting to me to have that come up because there was that again that unworthiness conversation that we've had as women you're unworthy my whole life and then to have somebody say you're still not doing it right or, right, you know, like, I was like, when can, when are we right, you know? And so, but then I was like, there's a whole right. other conversation that this person's having that I don't even know. And I've got to recognize it and right. acknowledge it, but I don't right. 
how do I and address our fragility as white people and as but yeah, yeah all the things yeah <laughs> yeah yeah I totally get that yeah and I think that's the thing around the un- I mean I just <laughs> it's funny I just did this I do this all the time where I'll do these thirty second quizzes on Facebook or whatever mm-hmm. and based on my answers. There's one uh, belief that's probably holding me back, which is uh, a belief in unworthiness or that I don't deserve. (laughs) 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 And I'm like, holy crap, that is hilarious that we're in this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It was like what was so funny when I, as soon as we got off and then I pull up our um, Facebook page and there's a post from somebody who is talking about unworthiness and it was like yep what you focus on gets bigger and bigger and bigger and well and the cool part too though i think because i was just thinking about this last night it's like with these people who are doing this work on our po- listening to our podcast and doing this work on a facebook page it's uh fantastic that we're also kind of in sync with them mm-hmm. you know that, that that some of the same topics are coming up and that they're coming up for us or coming up for them i've always known that I, you know, I've, my coach coaches me from the perspective that I'm a clearing for whatever's going to come up in with my clients. So whatever they're dealing with is usually what I'm dealing with, <laughs> or yeah. I am dealing with it, and then it shows up over there. So it's like that's the whole we're all connected piece, right? Which coming full circle gets us back to that world of we're all connected, we're not separate, um, and we have this illusion that we're separate, and that gives us you know these beliefs that we're all on our own that kind of piece when we're all connected there is no unworthiness conversation because we're just stardust which is a fantastic place for me to locate myself it very much serves me and i'm unconscious to that half the time and if i'm unconscious to that half the time y'all are unconscious to it three quarters of the time (laughs) (laughs) you know it's just a muscle to flex around that um, but clearly this unworthiness conversation is deep and it goes and it's pretty intense. So there's a lot to unpack and a lot to talk about and we could do seven episodes on it probably and still not get to it. I love that we're willing to, one of the things that I love about you and that I love about this podcast and that I appreciate even about myself is that we're willing to stay in the conversation no matter what it is, this again, the thing you were just talking about, it's like, I, I feel that way all the time. I've been an activist for years. And it's like, you can't ever take one step without some, without having a whole other movement telling you you're doing it wrong. It occurs that way sometimes, right? And, yeah. you know, we always have to be willing to, okay, unpack that. And then how do I keep moving forward while we're continuing to try to be inclusive and do what we can to address our own stuff. And I know it's frustrating. And there's something beautiful about us being willing to keep doing it. Because, you know, there's so many things that I feel like you hit that brick wall and people then are, it's really, it's really so much easier to just be like, okay, I'm wrong or I don't, I'm obviously unworthy or I've got this and I can't do it and just throw your hands Shut up down. And, and walk away from it. I look back and go, wow, you know, I really thought I was open and ready for the world to approach me for so long, but I I wasn't. You know, I, I spent a majority of my time very closed down to other ideas and thoughts and people, and it goes back around to the protecting yourself 
in any at for any at any cost yeah. right and i think again that goes back to the unworthiness conversation if if i'm not 100% secure in my whatever it is that i'm stating or believing or doing then somebody's going to see through the cracks yeah. and they're going to recognize that i'm not like that imposter syndrome is there. I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. I'm making it all up. I am a screw up and I hope nobody can see it. And that's and that's where when you put yourself out there over and over and over again, uh, and why, to be honest, to our listeners, you know, I, I get, after we record our podcast, even if it's an uplifting, positive, exciting podcast, I am exhausted. Like I will, I can spend a good hour afterwards just like needing to meditate or chill or be away from people for a little while just so that I can sort of get myself around it. Because when we are doing this work and doing it so openly, it is, it's hard. And that's why I think we have so much respect for the people on the Facebook page who are putting themselves out there too, because it's just, we know, we recognize how hard it is to show the underbelly of yeah. things, you know, to to be willing to put yourself into that conversation. And that was what so, was so powerful about listening to you have that sort of cathartic emotional moment for me. And I'm going to probably, I'm trying not to get emotional myself because as I, and I just re-listened to it again, it was so amazing and so important to hear the person that you look up to the most, you know, that the person who you are seeing as your teacher, be able to have a moment like that. Because it was like, I'm not alone in this. Everybody does this. And it's okay. And it's empowering to know that you were willing to share in that moment with us and it was so real and so raw and like <laughs> sometimes i wish i could have a filter like that i've never been able to <laughs> like, like, oh, my heart is on my sleeve all the time uh, so, yeah. um, thank well. god thank god it is because and i know that it's hard on your end you know that's that was that's a, I mean, that's a scary thing to put out there. Yeah, and most importantly, what's scary, for, not scary for me, but what I don't want people left with is a concern and any kind of, you know, the idea that what's what if I can get out of the emotion of it and get into the, like, if I got into my coach's head around it, the reality is, you know, I can, I can make myself a victim of 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 doing the work or of you know like I can it's crazy how everything we do we can make ourselves a victim of it right so I can make myself a you know I can say oh I'm not good at self promotion or whatever and like make myself a victim that I haven't been doing that and that's where that when I make my when I'm sometimes when I'm in that emotion sometimes it's feeling the emotion and sometimes it becomes self indulgent and that's where I think we have to find the balance but I believe that you've got to feel it until you're done feeling it and get it out of your body and that's why I work with a physical therapist that you know does myofascial release and works on my body and you know my book is so much about mind and spirit 
but it doesn't have the body piece in there. And I really believe that, you know, that's because it was, I mean, it wasn't there. It wasn't there for me yet. And now I'm clear that the body piece is so important. And part of the getting the emotion out is like letting yourself feel that deep feeling. And when I let myself feel it, that's when I can see self-promotion as a possibility, not as a have to, not as a should, but as something that is possible that I haven't seen as possible before. And that's yes. what I want people to get, yeah. right? That's why I don't, I don't want them uh-huh. left with, oh, and then you're in the shit and then you feel bad and then you, you feel better and you start baby steps, you know. But what, the reason you can start to take baby steps towards something else is because you can start to see it as a possibility, Rather than as a should or a have to or a that's what I got to do to be in business, you know, which I fucking hate. I mean, I cannot stand all the things that everybody's told me my whole life about what it means to be an entrepreneur. Piss on all that. What I know is that yep. I, when I can see it as a possibility, I can actually start, you know, snapping an Instagram here and there and, you know, making more videos and doing things that I really want to do rather than I'm being told I should do. To, for, to further my business. Because when it comes from that should place, that's what doesn't work. <laughs> for me, anyway, nope. when, I'm, when I'm doing something from a should place, the energetically, it fails. It's a fail. And I'm in a place now where, and I'm not, I'm not 100% there yet. I'm still, but I can see it. I can see the possibility. And then I have to deal with my way of doing things, which everybody's got their own you know, I'm somebody who kind of has to has a, have a system, and I'm figuring that out. I'm baby stepping it out so that I can start to figure out what's going to work for me and what's not going to work for me. And putting more energy into the podcast. I notice we have a picture of us on the podcast release today. Thank you. How awesome is that? Nice work. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean that. Yep, looks that fantastic. was it. That was a big step yeah, for me. Big. Like, look at that. Our faces are up there. Yeah, I was like, uh, this was, you know, we're talking about this, and we, I would had re-listened to the episode, and I was, you know, for me, pictures of myself is very like I have a hard time with that, like, uh, uh, mm. so, um, yeah, so I was like, you know what, we have these awesome pictures that we got done uh, by an incredible local photographer that we love, Crystal from Crystal Image, yay, mm-hmm. Crystal, um, and uh, I was like. I'm putting it up. I'm doing it. I'm just making nice. it happen because I want it to be out there yeah, to the world. It looks great. Yeah, it looks great. I love that picture. It's it looks awesome. So. And so all of those things that are scary and have us be vulnerable, you know, immediately after we got, got record, you know, we recorded that. And I, I mean, I got off and had complete anxiety about, oh, crap, I just lost my shit on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, and I'm sitting I'm here going, that, that was the most beautiful thing. I really am. I, I really happened. do mean it as an authentic expression. I just get freaked out afterwards. <laughs> it's just like, oh, my God, what did I just do? Because um, who wants to be that guy? Um, but I really and, – and it's, you know, sometimes that stuff just comes up. And so, yeah, I'm grateful, and I'm grateful that we can continue to unpack unworthiness and that all, I assert that almost every single thing that gets in our way comes from – that somewhere in that unworthiness conversation, that's just, and then that, and I assert that in the book, I think I'm pretty sure that's, I say that in the book (laughs) that everybody's got it. Everybody's coming from something's blocking. If they have a block at all, it's coming from that place. It's just disguises itself in many different layers, depending on how much of a smart rat and how much have you done this work. So sometimes it, that you, you know, and then it pops up again and there's another layer to get to. So that's what's happening.
and that's part of the the part that's part of the the beauty and the crap of this work yeah. i don't know like both it's really both because there's that it's that when you have that first discovery that there's this other layer you're like god damn it you know like i thought i had worked through this but then there's just also like i have the toolbox now yeah. to actually work through this layer and not just sit on it and not just live in it and wallow around yeah. in it now i have all these things i can do to get myself out of that place or move past it or or forgive myself and let this go and again no timeline there's no rules there's not you're you just said yourself you know we've had a couple of days here between when we recorded before and now when we're recording this you didn't suddenly magically become a self-promoting fool no. because you no. because you I know, saw it as a possibility like, but I can get in action now and actually see a path where before that path was kind of shut down for me or it felt like I don't see how I can ever figure this out kind of. And that's how it feels sometimes for me is like, mm -hmm. oh, I have this thing I want and I can't see how to get there. And it usually takes me, unfortunately, takes me tapping into what's the block. And usually the block has some emotional baggage with it that once I get there, then it's like, oh, crap, I can see it now as a possibility. And then I start chipping away at that, right? And then then big things start to happen because I'm energetically focused in a place where I can actually start heading in a different direction. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Giving yourself that permission to, to unpack it all and make it work for you. So. And you know what? Especially since we're talking about this, you know, I – I don't know because I kind of go unconscious every once in a while around, what did I say on that podcast? Um, and I don't I don't listen to them <laughs> because I've already done my thing. I've talked, so I don't really go listen. Um, but I don't think I say enough, and I want to start saying it on a regular basis. If you're listening to this podcast and you like this work or you like my work and you have organizations that hire speakers, fucking hire me because I'm really good. <laughs> like He is I really good. good <laughs> And it's something that comes natural to me and that I love. And I have never one time walked away from an audience that didn't have their socks blown off because of, you know, A, I come from a place where I've got a unique experience having walked in the world as a man and as a woman. But also I'm a, I'm a good coach and I'm highly trained. And so I can deliver that all powerfully and have audiences left in action, inspired and, you know, they just sat listen to somebody who has a unique experience in life. So um, I'm good. I want to start promoting myself as a speaker way more because it's one of those things that I've become kind of a victim of where I'm like, I don't get any speaking gigs. Well, I haven't done anything. Like I haven't done anything to <laughs> yeah. get any speaking gigs. And I'm tired of being a victim of that. And so, you know, if if nothing else, that I can start saying to people, I'm a good speaker. And if you're looking for a good speaker, I'm your guy. Yep. And we will have a link in the show notes, jpriorcoaching.com mm -hmm. is where you can find all sorts of information and you can contact him through that website as well in order to book a speaking gig or just find out more information about his speaking. Uh, I can say from personal experience. I can talk to anybody. Yeah.
Yeah, thanks. Can I tell a fun story about that? Uh, it's just funny. It's a fun story. I did a talk one time uh, here in town and, you know, and always in the beginning of my talks, I come out first because of my commitment to educate around that. And what I also have learned since then, which is actually an interesting tip um, that Tony Robbins talks about, is uh, is when people get a little bit of their system shocked, they're more open. Ah, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, I shock their system a little bit. The other reason I come out to them is everything we talk about is a lot about perception. And if you look at me, you just think, dude, right? You don't, you see me in a suit up in front of you talking. You never would guess in a million years that I was born female unless you already know that. Right. right? No. And so um, I like to say to people, you know, your perception isn't always accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and it, and that's an important tip, right? Y your perception is not always the truth. So I always come out to people first. I did this little talk where I came out to people. I let them ask questions. They asked a few questions. Then I went into the personal development stuff. And we talked about my seven steps to personal power. And I did the whole thing focused on them and their personal power. Got done talking. It was about 30 minutes to talk. At the very end of it, I had a, this guy who'd been sitting there this whole time. And he raised his hand. And I, you know, call on him and say, yes, sir, can I answer a question for you? And then, and I say this is a Southeast Kansas accent because I grew up down there. He looks at me and he says, do you mean to tell me that you were born a girl? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> I'm like, yes, sir. That's what I mean to tell you. <laughs> so that's what afterwards he came up and he goes, I don't know. I just don't buy it. Like, have you got pictures? <laughs> like, I don't really carry those around with me. <laughs> yes. I, let me get, sure, pull out my me wallet. Four, yes. Here's me at 16 in my prom dress. I'm so fucking sure that I carry pictures around with me. Uh, but it was, I will never forget that guy. Oh, um, because that's he hilarious. Just, it's such a, do you mean to tell me? Because that would be something, too, that somebody would just make up. <laughs> be like, yeah, and then talk yeah, about personal development. Too, do you mean to tell me? <laughs> like, yep, I do. It was hilarious. Anyway, that was just that's awesome. But you know what? He sat there the whole time listening, and now he knows somebody, and he can never once ever again say that he. I don't know anybody yeah. like that, and I don't. And I and when you talk about things like when we talk about bathroom issues and all the things that go in that for the trans community that man now knows somebody who would be peeing with his yep. wife if uh that is a yep. dude if those things come to fruition so those moments are incredibly impactful too and you do have both of your talks as well you have your like the transgender keynote as well I my story about coming out and a whole the whole deal, um, which I do that keynote. And then I also do a, a keynote on the seven steps, to personal power it, on both of them. You know, even the seven steps, to personal power, I come out because again, I'm talking about perception in the trans story though. I tell the whole, I tell my whole story about the whole deal. So you did some personal oh, promotion right on. and we had a breakthrough <laughs> and we're awesome. I'm so proud of us. What a, it was a kick-ass week. <laughs> And now let's go take a nap. All right. I'm in. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. We are going to continue this conversation around unworthiness because it is huge. And there might be something that's like a, a personal trigger for you that you're having inside of this conversation. So maybe there is something that is like a 
you're trying to unpack it and you're recognizing the unworthiness part of it and you're trying to figure out how to get around that, uh, let us know. You know, talk to us on the Facebook page. If you're uncomfortable doing it directly on the page, send um, either Jay or I a private message. Uh, we, through Messenger, we can get it that way, and we can address it publicly uh, through the podcast and on the page without uh, using your name. Yeah. Uh, or you can also contact us through jayandbecca.com. Yeah, and again, self-promotion. If you like this podcast, send it to a buddy. Send it to a friend. Invite your friends to join us on the Facebook page. Invite your friends to start listening. We're building our audience steady and slow, but it, we're so inspired by you and excited by you and what you're up to. And uh, we think there's room for more of us to be in this conversation. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, we will see you next week. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us again this week on Doing the Work with Jay and Becca. We appreciate you so much, and we invite you to join us at Doing the Work with Jay and Becca on Facebook. Uh, We have a great discussion group there going, or visit us at jayandbecca.com for show notes. We have uh, pullouts of links to the books and the things that we talk about. And as always, we are here for you and we want to be part of your weekly self-care. So thank you so much for listening. Stay connected and most importantly, be kind to you. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Jay, and we'll see you next week. See you next week.